Welcome to another edition of the CYFS podcast number 52. On tonight's show, the committee discusses all things Camden Lakeside, the home of the 2021 Invitational, as they take a trip out to assess the course. We discuss Swa's famous 16 on 16 at Royal Bible Valley and the ever important Bring a Mate Day this Sunday. So as you do every week, sit back, relax and enjoy this week's podcast. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be listening, here or in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Welcome back to the latest edition of the CYFS podcast. I'm your host and the host of tonight's podcast. Elwyn Street. Joshua Skidala at Elwyn Street. What do you want? Um, On the table tonight, I have four guests. We're missing one again. Big J. In comes the chalk, out comes Sal Bain. Big J. (laughs) To my left, the man in the milk, uh, the camera jersey. Not the milk. Um, he's been very generous with the ISC offerings recently. Correct. I hope they know that you're pillaging yeah, through the storeroom. A couple of samples. Is <laughs> Donnie Morrison. Pleasure to be here. Oh, 41 Allen Street, Pico. So lovely, lovely part of 2210. <laughs> yeah, it is actually 2210. Um, at the head of the table, I'm wearing a please no burgies cap. Whoever made that cap certainly doesn't watch his rounds. That's why I'm saying please. It is, it is the man who famously was in hysterics crying this afternoon as Eddie O'Bead was sentenced to five years jail. It is, of course, the Lebanese Lobby's Tony Katar. Hello from Cheddar. Cheddar. Tony, just quickly, it's been a big week for the Lebanese Australian community. Obeid and his son Moses have been sentenced to jail. Is that correct, Ian? Mitchell Moses? No, <laughs> Moses Obeid. Um, the Hamseys allegedly shot dead in their car. We're not saying anything untoward happened. I know nothing. <laughs> any comment from the Lebanese community, Tony? I do not want to comment on this. Has Sarkis offered any <laughs> bit of advice or anything? No comment. <laughs> Were you at Bankstown today? Sarkis off them or something? That was the voice of Velvet. He's back from his week sabbatical and fresh off his... Camden yes. Championship win. The, it is Jared. The man, the man who puts chalk in white chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic Perrottet, if you ask some people, it's Jared Bell. Hello. Hi, all my fans. Good to be back. Why were you away last week, Jared? I was on a work trip hiatus. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's not what I heard. <laughs> Where was she from? <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Atis. Hi, Atis. Jared, just quickly, we'll get a touch on it a bit later. Um, <laughs> Yeah. The perfect way to start your mm. career at Kevin Lexon. Yeah. You won the B grade <laughs> championship. <laughs> I could think of better things to win, but I'll take B grade. I actually, I actually beat you off the stick. I'm playing the actual grade. Yeah. So. Um, well done, Jared. Yeah, I had fun out at Camden. Yeah. I'm planning sure. to come on Camden in this show. Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where she's from either. That's the old uh, Japanese pastime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we'll delve more into Camden <laughs> soon. Um, well, I have delved into Camden. <laughs> yes, yes. And of course, me. the man who has never missed a podcast, he's getting redder by the day. <laughs> we're trying to get a photo onto the socials. Mr. Pity Looks like a bunny Roma tomato. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is 52. 52 it is, of right. course, the president 
the king of the kids, Ian Suarez. Hello, everyone. Yeah. How do people know that we haven't just cropped him into some podcast? It's true. Yeah, we may have. You put the Earl in Earlwood. Yeah, well, yeah. our um, our, our social media team are very good out, and yeah. also known as Jimmy Morrison. Our he photos can... are taken, our fingerprints <laughs> are taken every time we arrive. <laughs> we have, we've got a QR code for the... Uh, for the, for the so I've checked in 52 times. So, so I, as Never the president, that. playing at Camden for the mm. first time... I really uh, enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. We're going to touch on it more later. Um, we'll touch up you more later as well. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Not tonight. Not again. Um, just a quick summary from your from your end. Yeah, what do you got? I think it's going to be a fantastic course. Well, yeah. to play. So we might as well jump right in. There's um, six committee members plus the flying Scotsman and yes. James Dugnan played James. Camden Lakeside Sunday morning. Um, I think glowing reviews from everyone. Yeah. It was still under a little bit of construction. I don't think it hampered it at all no, if, if the course all. were to play like that on the day I think you'd be very very pleased well, the, the temp greens were better than the valley yeah oh that's that's why I was getting red so, again <laughs> yeah I'll be Roma in all seriousness though similar to George's River though the greens the, the temporary greens yeah yeah. Like, similar to George's River's like proper greens they weren't greens. too bad yeah, yeah. I was, was really impressed there was four temporary holes so yeah you still got 14 <laughs> quality holes yeah then, oh for sure yeah. I think um from memory, there were only four or five par threes. Two of those were 180 metres. Yeah, two two long par threes. That was from the blue, so it wasn't even from the blacks. Yeah. We sort of, I don't know, um, we were chatting in our group. I know that we have played off the blacks in the past at uh, George River. I think we will revert to the blues at Camel Lake. So I just don't feel like we have the ability on that sort of pristine course to probably play from the back. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. blues was sort of the decision. Yeah, yeah I think that's tough enough. Yeah. We obviously need to factor in C and D graders who Correct. aren't at yeah. some other players' levels. And I thought the blue, like you said, from the blues was pretty tough. Yeah. Like, it wasn't easy. There was probably a four, from memory, there was like a four ten par four, which yeah, was, yeah. into the wind was drive a three wood and three wood yeah. was just getting there. Like there's another tough holes. 390 par four. Yeah. I think the fourth or fifth hole, I was talking to Pete Smith. Pete Smith hits a fourth, yeah. very long ball. They were, they were, for Kenny. those of you who didn't know, they were the group behind us. Mm. Um, Chop and Swab were with him with Dukes. Yeah. Every time I look back, he was 30, 40, 50 yeah. metres past me. It's not a massive feat, but it's still a long way. Yeah. There was, I think it was the fourth hole. I, I hammered a driver, had driver four iron. Spoke to Pete post-game. He, he hammered his driver. He had driver six iron. Yeah. It gives yeah. you an idea. It's, it's a very long Yeah, way. I think that I was, it was 415 that hole. I think. Yeah. Tony, you would know very long. Um, with the sort of across or whatever you call it on your clubs. What's Pete's <laughs> usually like distance, driving distance? Uh, Just to give people on the pod a, a bit of a, a comfortable drive at Cogra for Pete is probably about two sixty. Yeah, two sixty. That's so probably about. He hits the, the ball. Then he can ramp it yeah. up. Correct. He yeah. can hit a long ball, and for him to have driver six iron, it's a very long. Ball. He's, I will, he was yeah. three wooders as long as my my driver. He, he was hitting two thirty. He was hitting average two sixty on the weekend. Yeah. I think. Okay. And I will say probably one thing that we didn't factor in. Obviously, it was a bit of a wet week last week in Sydney, so the ball wasn't travelling as quick. Yeah. I, I can see it out there. Because yeah. it is quite a Lynx style course, nice and open, it's going to get heaps of sun. Yep. So I think those fairways cut as short as they were, you'll get plenty of run, which you is also an run, advantage yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. good shout. Yeah. So Tony, um, certainly there was some whole... We knew George River inside out. Well, we know George River inside out. You know, where you can use DNC shots, you know, where you can't. Mm. There's obviously certain... Like that long par four, you pretty much nailed on A or B grader. It's got to hit a good drive yeah. there. Do you think yourself, you've sort of picked some holes where you think you could make some damage? Um, yeah, there, there's probably some holes that do stand out a bit. Um, hole 18 is probably the biggest challenge, I think. Yep. I reckon a really good hole to use your D-grader shot on. <laughs> <The 18. laughs> 
So if, for those that don't know, hole 18's got, it's pretty much on the whole left-hand side, it's got the lake. Mm. Um, and it is tempting to hit driver yeah. over it. It's a risk-reward. Obviously, you've got to sort of see how much of the corner you can cut. The further yeah. you go, the more the lake comes into play. Yeah. So you can obviously play safe. There's like a straight fairway you can play towards Correct. or you can sort of keep going you, up the hill. Yeah. If you're playing safe, you're leaving yourself 170 metres yeah. to the green, you know? Some put it on in two par for par, but that was just some of us. Some I think of us Pete was saying he he flew... He flew the bunkers. The bunkers, which were 230. 220. 220. And 220. he had like 100. At least 230 to carry the bunkers. Yeah. yeah 220 is, to carry the water. Yeah. And then you got to carry the bunkers. Yes. That well, but personally, which are elevated as well, so you're yeah. starting yeah. to climb up. That so like for me, I, I I couldn't carry that. Yeah, so you've got to really. I still part it in front. <clears throat> I didn't go over the bunkers. So yeah. I went the other way, and it was still yeah. achievable. So it's yeah, risk even if you hit as well. yeah. towards the tree there. I think I think there's some par fours that are about three fifty. You're going to get run on them. You yeah. can birdie them. Yeah. And I think there's some holes that are. I think there's going to be a lot of bogeys as well. Short yeah. game is key. The greens like massive greens. undulating, so you got to get close to those pins, or else you're trying to sink some really yeah, difficult sure. parts. So I did have uh, my Don's Cameron questions, which I'll just go around the table <laughs> and ask individuals now, just to get a scope. Obviously, as Josh Shepherd played George River, we haven't played this course much, but we want to see what your first thoughts were. So, Josh, I will start with you. We discussed, I reckon, at least four or five times on the round, what wins it on the day. I know it's very early on, but what do you think? I know, I think 10 might have been the record in invitational history that yep. we had nine, ten, at George River. 10, maybe two nine. years ago. Five I think it was two. nine and eight. No, it was 10. 10 and nine? Ten. Was it? Yeah. We finished second with nine under. Yeah, that's that would have won last so, year, but five times so far. Anyway. You're this year, different course. Not many people have seen it. What do you think wins it? Um, well, obviously, there's a lot of factors. Yeah. Um, Best team out there. What's the best team shooting? Can anyone answer? Five under. I agree. Five under. Five under. I yeah. I would. I would. Yeah. I would. I would even go five or four. I think with the greens the way they are, if you're shooting under, if you're shooting four under, you have had an outstanding day. Yeah, Donny. I'd probably mention the greens were crazy quick Mm. and firm. Because you bring what three par fives? I think two, two or three of those par fours turn into par. Yeah, we fives. didn't play any par so fives on the weekend. I think the three par fives are going to be your birdie ops you for them. the day, and you need mm-hmm. now those. And then the you've obviously second, got the second if it's a par five mm-hmm. is enormous. It's, a long way. Yeah. it's uphill then downhill. Yeah, and you'll be hitting a three wood, <laughs> and you've got to carry water wow. pretty much all, all out to the green. I so. honestly think. Um, like the biggest hitters of the comp, like Tim Wilson's, Mark Wells, Pete Smith's. I don't. I think they wouldn't Would get struggle. that green into. Yeah. Well, I, I don't Pete, think Pete was saying he reckons he could do it in two shots. Yeah, Pete thinks a lot of things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Ian, my second question of Don's camera questions. Um, the greens obviously become a big play. I know I asked a question last week, and I'll re-ask it now. What's more important? And Jimmy was a big uh, contributor to this question. Putting a putting degrader or a driving degrader? I'm still on the degrader. You can give you a shot off the tee because you can easily coach putting before the round. Like if your degrader can hit off the tee before the round, you've already got a massive advantage. And then I was saying, Rob, you just take your degrader down to the valley, Bexley, wherever, take him an hour and a half. 
Yeah. Him or her. Him or her. Him or her. Him or her. Must be nice. Like, you know, like, an hour a week or something. Oh, easy. An hour a day. Get him down there. Seven hours a week. Every second day, whatever. So it comes up at 5 a.m. would you be comfortable with Ian spending an hour and a half each day with, for example, Nicole Greentree? 100%. She knows she needs to get better. Swire's the man to do that. You think Swire's the best Swire's person the to, teach? to putt? 100%. Teach how to putt. To putt. No, you're talking about drive. Putt. Oh, putting. On which Because if, if your D grader can already hit a straight drive. What if they can't? Well, you I see what Swire's saying. <laughs> you, you, need, you need to go to the range. I see what Swire's saying. If someone's never picked up a golf club, what's easier? So point them in a direction and tell them to swing the putter and putt the ball or stand them on a tee box and tell them to hit a driver. All I know is, and Bruno, I know you're a massive listener of this show. You drive for show and you putt for dough. I think when you're playing Camden in seven weeks' time, eight weeks' time maybe, (laughs) you want to be able to putt. Yeah, I, I disagree. Do you think a D grader is going to be sinking putts for you? you can learn. I, think, I think they'll show me that triple break that we have never seen. Yeah, I think I think 100%. any anyone in the world can show you that. No. I think even if a D grader hits their putt too hard, you're still going to see what way it turns. That's right. So here's my thing for that. There's two hills that go down to a sweeping right. We don't know anything about. We think it goes left. D grader pumps one. It has no break. C grader's got to go next. You hope they give you something. They give you nothing. Your B grader might get close. At least if you have a degrader that can give you some sort of direction, you've got a chance. What about uh, your 10 holes in and your degrader's topped everything off the tee? Uh, my point, 10 holes my in, point, even par. My point exactly. And, I, think the, oh, I, think I shoot five under me with. <laughs> I think the people that are calling for a good putting degrader have had good driving degraders in the past. And I think the people asking for good yeah. driving degraders have had... Not good driving D. What if you've had neither? Like Mitch O'Neill and George Keepers? <laughs> See, what if like, I just had a D grader that would hit the ball? That's, that's where your experience comes in, Don. Uh, what would you rather have? Like, I'd rather have a putting D grader. But the fact, the because fact is I don't know about you guys, but the last four times I've cheated off the tee, so that's what you guys have done. Right? <laughs> but the invi- with the invitational rules, you need three drives from Correct. the D grader. You don't need three putts. Tony, you have brought up a good point. Uh, my next question was going to be to you anyway. The links course, does that help C and D graders? Does that help A and B graders? Or does it diminish that? Um, it's and not- I, I'll caveat this by saying we, and I know I think I lost four balls on the day and three of them were into thick rough, which was probably a meter outside the fairway. Is it is must it must be festive. So, yeah. so it's not like you're running off into leaves and branches. You're running off into you cannot play a shot out yeah. of there. So what do you think's been the better or harder? Um, I think the course presents, a, like obviously it's a whole different challenge being the link style. Um, the A graders can't necessarily always go for it as they probably used to at George's River. Yep. Um, I know uh, Josh and myself. We we drove straight into a bunker on one of the holes mm. on the back. So and we wiped that hole. It was the yeah. bunkers yeah. are not easy. So you think you've hit a nice drive? You're in a fairway bunker. I yeah. would say I was speaking to Dad about this the other day. The bunkers are placed really well. Yeah, you they're they're all in like landing zones. Yeah. there's plenty of remember, spots where yeah. you can hit. He into was them. getting the range finder out, and we we're working out whether we could carry it or not. Yeah. So yeah, you, you have to really think of. You can't just walk up to the tee and just take the driver out. Yeah. True. So, By the same token, I feel like. I think Jimmy there was a there was a bit of room as well. There was a bit of room on the course as well. Yeah, you, you yeah. can miss in some areas. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely miss. more room to. I think George River, you were punished more. Well, yeah. a degrader will get a lot more run if they just hit it straight. Yeah, yeah. I think so. They'll get a bit closer than they probably did at yeah. George's River. I think, but there's, the no, there's no there's no objects for degraders. Like this is what Chalk found out on the day. 
there's no real objects to hit. Well, like, there's no there's trees. Three, I think there's three holes where you've got to carry water. And that's the only things that I could yeah. see that would really hamper around. There's, oh, a, steel, just, there's, there's a steel back fence back that Jimmy hit. That's the first. I think, like, psychologically, it's tougher for a Ding C-grader. Yep. Like, just looking at the course, like, shit, this hole looks scary. Yeah. But realistically, they're less chance of slicing into a tree. Correct. They could just slice it and they're over on the right and your A and B grader can still hit the ball into the green for So, me. with that chop, you are the last person I need to ask a question to. Um, the easiest hole that you think is on the course describe it what does it look like why would you use a degrader shot on it i think the first hole is probably the easiest okay so you had driver yeah, one wedge pitching driver one. pitching wedge maybe and yeah. birdied it okay it's just it's a short par three it's par very what sorry par four <laughs> you're hitting Such from an elevated tee so yep. you're going to get run yep. and it's an extremely wide fairway okay tough green there's a lot of did, elephants buried in a lot of greens there. Did Pete, Pete drive on that hole? Yep. Yeah. Did he put it like How close meters. did he get to the I creek? Think, I think he flicked a 50 degree. I think Jimmy had four degree. on that hole. <laughs> so the that's fence. the thing, like, if Pete could almost carry that well, creek yeah. on the first. Nah, there's Pete probably, was what? I think Pete was maybe 20 metres from the creek. So he could get it. Yeah, he was drive a wedge. I think there were two other, there's probably two other shorter par fours than that. Pete was getting pretty close to them with his yep. driver. Yep. So well, he was thirty meters. Like I said, there's some there's some holes you're gonna birdie. Yep. But it's just limiting the damage. Yeah. There's gonna be some holes. That's a good way to put it. Where you're scrambling big time. Yep. You're right. You, this, I actually think this year this this course suits the A1 as more because there'll be some holes where the A1 just needs to step up. Yeah. And yeah. obviously they're on like you know, pound for pound better than an A2R. So the A1 has more ability to sort of drag them out of a hole. Yep. Yeah. I think B graders, as good as they are, always have that error in them. Yeah. I think they, I think this course helps A1s. Okay. I think there'll be some holes yeah. where you just gotta just play. There'll be some really A1s well. that you'll be taking all their shots. Yeah. And, and rightly so. There's yeah. just some really difficult holes there. Yeah. yeah. Whereas George River, you always other than one or two, you always felt like you were a chance. Yeah. These this is really tough. There's a lot of scramble holes I feel this like year. We I found we scrambled a lot. A lot, a lot. Individually. Yeah. I, know you, I know you get four cracks at the pie, yeah, but yeah. like with the greatest respect, the DNCs generally don't offer as much as your A and B. So, and like you know, sometimes ten meters off to the side of the green is not a big deal at George's River, but here you're going up and down and around, right. and it's like it's an absolute nightmare. Even Over even where you are on 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 the green versus <laughs> yeah. where the hole is, yeah, yeah. correct. It's, there's you've three putted. Miles apart. You could definitely <laughs> three putt this ball. <laughs> I three putted four. I, think, miles I don't think Pete Smith did anything but a three. Pete had nine or eight three putts. Like it's a yeah, legit. Pete, so Pete had forty one putts. On the day wow. and finished with thirty-one points. Yeah. Has he already sold that putter to No, he's no. he bought a putting mat though. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. No can he put an elephant under it? Because that's what the greens like out there. I will say that's one thing that Jimmy did bring up on the day that I never heard before. There was elephants buried under the greens. I never heard that. I heard it. Was it very um, good. Uncle Bruno told me. Like there's like there's camels like, under the green. You could have done Wouldn't that. that be better? Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, maybe. Tony, any comment on the camels? <laughs> Did Eddie Obeid own Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> I actually wanted to talk about um, Rob, one of Rob Scandella's favourite stories, actually. It involves our good friend, Ian Swires. Yes. Now, how many years ago was this? I did speak to you about this pre-pod. How many years? Circa so this, eight, this, nine this years firstly, ago? Firstly, this story is called 16 on 16. Six, this is called 16 on 16. And if you haven't worked out already, you'll, you'll work out pretty quickly why it's named. <laughs> was, was Ian 16 years old? Uh, no. no. I would say it was approximately eight, nine years ago. When I was... 
say about 20 I would have said 08 23 so he just finished he just finished the junior match play championship <laughs> backing up playing the men's well he was actually just the next day he was flying out to America to play the Little League World Series he just played three games of hockey that day he just graduated year 7 which was good as well at 24 so, <laughs> Ian um, was it a monthly medal monthly medal okay so paint the picture it was the Bowl Valley stroke round stroke round for those playing at home monthly you were medal. playing off Probably about 25 or so, you'd probably about guess that, it. Yeah. Now, the round was going seemingly well. Do you remember what you turned? Uh, I think I turned pretty well. I think maybe turned 10 and 10 over. over. It's pretty good. Which is off 25, 25 you're probably two, three, four up, depending on where the course gives you shots. So you've, you've navigated the front nine, which is a nine you know very well. Very good nine. This is many One, years ago. Like a nine that I played very well. Yeah. I've, I've had... 10 over, you've done very well. well I've had... Five over on that front line. <laughs> not <laughs> on this day. Not, not on this day. <laughs> this isn't the greatest hits of Ian Suarez. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but also, the also, podcast. also the, the back nine was resembled. What's the, the worst you've had on the front? Well, as in like <laughs> that twenty-six on the front nine backed up with a ten-point back nine. Ooh. On the same day. On the same okay. day. Okay, you no, had no, twenty-six <laughs> points on the front nine. Yeah, and then five. That's a burglar. He finished thirty-six points. He comes to the club. It's not late, Ian. I think it was a count back to the front nine every single week. So anyway, you've turned ten over. Let's say you're three or four up in the in the monthly minute. Yeah. You then navigate what's now known as Lamana Peewee Fifty back the back six holes where Lamana terrorised for many years. You then get up to. Then I got my my home two holes. Your home to sixteen is your home hole. Seventeen's your home holes as well. Now, 16, for those of you that don't know, is the hardest hole in the golf course. One or two. That and the 13. That, very that 13. So you're pretty much hitting two Orion Street. Five Street. Oh, okay, that's, yeah. So well, you're getting two shots on that hole. So he's getting two shots on that hole. So at this point, you'd be probably two or three or four up. You're in a really good spot. Monthly, everyone knows, monthly middle oh, strike event, right. if you're even one or two up, you're an outside shout. Just right. ask Bruno before you got... Before you got um, By the one, Ian <laughs> So you've I come... didn't technically. <laughs> <laughs> He's Here we go. So you've come onto the 16T. So 16 is also a risk reward. It's a dog leg right. You've got to carry trees. If you go too straight, you'll be on the road. You've got to go right, but not too far right because there's rough. Elevated grades. It's a very out tough one. Outbounds. Well. Outbounds is well. At, at, at that stage, is out of So bounds. Ian, explain to us your train of thought on the tee box. Hmm. I. My normal thought on that tee box is cut that corner. Yeah. The stink pipe? pipe? Yeah, at the stink pipe. Everyone knows the stink pipe. Aim outside the stink pipe <laughs> and you're fine. Outside the stink pipe. So, yeah, right so of it. Baby yeah. fade? No, he can, you can That's hit it right. Ball. No, it's, yeah. you can do it. You can okay. hit it. Sorry. A man of Ian's ability. 100%. So Ian, you've teed the ball it up. puts you like just... You've got to get up really quickly. <laughs> so I can do that. Don't worry. <laughs> so I've got that in his arm. <laughs> and his golf bag. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Slide got it up. Anyway, back to golf. Yeah, back to the stink pipe. Are you the stink pipe? <laughs> oh, no, but you. So, Ian, you tear it up. You tear up your Dunlop ball and you, t- and you just ride the stink pipe. Now, take us through what happens next. Slice it straight and out bounds. Oh. Okay, so. So, what are you playing off the tee now? Three. Three. Okay, so the, and you tear it up again. What are you thinking? Same, same shot. shot. Are you same saying shot? Cut, cut the sting pipe. Yes. Is everyone well, familiar with Tim Cup? <laughs> yes. Robbie Shigella knows this very well. Give me, what is it? Seven iron? Is he asked for the seven iron? This is your seven iron moment. Seven well, instead, instead of double bogeying it for two points, he now has to par it for two points. So you may as well go for it again. Yeah, I agree. So you tear it up and you try and go right on the sting pipe again. What happens? Slice it. 
We're out two. Out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> Same shot? Same shot. So what are you now paying off the tee? Five. Five. Okay. Wow. So he's... He's got, got to sink that for Bogey. He's got to sink the driver. <laughs> up and down to put it into perspective, I if I fuss a driver, I could probably put it to about ninety meters out of the green. So it's a it's, it's a, a very long one. Right. You've got to cut the corner properly. So you're teeing up five in. What happens next? Put it out of bounds. <laughs> Same job. Did you go for straight. the top five? He went too long straight into the on, on the, the road. The he can still make a point on this hole. <laughs> Technical. So now off a tee, you're playing seven. Yeah. Did you drop it or did no, it go no, Went beyond the fence. Went through the fence. So it didn't land first, is what you're saying. But uh, even if it's landed on OB. Oh, hang on. So you haven't sliced it into OB. You've gone straight. No, this one you I've went straight. straight. The other so one is OB on the right and left of the fairway. Yeah, there's a, no, no, if you go too long. straight, that's kind of left of the fairway. On the road. Well, it's the center fairway. Center. Center. I just flushed it straight down the center fairway and ended up to next to the guy's boat. So you hit it too well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You hit it too well. It wasn't Mango, was it? No. So, so you are playing what playing I can seven. see. So, so I can see my ball across the street. <laughs> oh. Hey mate, you want to try that over? <laughs> so Swart tees it up and famously says this one's for a point as he's teeing it up. Where does it where does his seventh shot go? It's lost it. How many groups are back there? How many people would you behind you? Did you go and look for the ball that went out of bounds? I could see it. No, you couldn't. You can't. So, so you, you, left, you left the tee box? Did you go back to the tee or did you Oh then go back? Hang on. So the one you put across the road, you could see it from the tee box. No, we... Oh, they walked up, they went back this to the tee box. This is post all these drives. Do you have to nominate provisional shot, even though it goes out of... It's still provisional, right? Yeah. Because it might not have gone out of bounds. So you're now hitting nine off the two. At this point, you think to yourself, I need to sink this shot. I put... Pretty sure I put that one... In down, play? In play. Down the middle, though. I said three wood or something. <laughs> did you take a wedge out or something? No, I think I did hit my driver and just think. But that's credit to him <laughs> for, for not tink, backing. Tink up. At, the, at what point did you realise that the bucket metal may have been slipping away? Probably after the third drive. <laughs> <laughs> he was about to say seven. <laughs> so you've gone nine down the field, you're hitting ten. So you still make six from the centre of the field. So okay. you've gone ten. I think I put my chip. Just in front of the, because there's also out bounds over. It's <laughs> the toughest hole in Sydney. <laughs> Everywhere is out of bounds. Like if you hit too far yeah, over into the park, into the park. Oh, right. So did you put your? I put like my from the fairway. The, oh my see, god! So you've had ten into the park. So drop eleven. You're playing twelve. Twelve but, from behind the tee box. No, you've got to get back to no, where you hit it from. <laughs> he, he thought he could find it. He walked up top of the hill. So He's 13, back you're playing 13. There's now there. four groups on the tip. <laughs> there was four groups on the tip. Three at the least. So you're playing 13 from the middle of the fairway. Put no, it, t- 12, put it short. It? I put it short on. I just put it on that little uphill slope yep. just before the Smart ground. Which, which is also out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> then go uh, past the hole. You? <laughs> no. Yeah, then I was like that. The part was too hard, so it went back off. <laughs> oh my god. No. Did you resort back to a wedge? <laughs> he took the driver <laughs> Wow. And then two parts was like two, two parts, parts 16, yeah. though. Do you call it a two part? <laughs> and then he said, went up and down. That's 16 and 1. 16 shots. How, and then, That's a lot so of So 17, 18, you finished with. Where do you shots. mark that on the card? By how many shots? Six. Is that it? <laughs> Oh my god! You if went tall. I got a question. If you didn't pick it up, where do you mark the sixteen on the card in the box? Yeah, it's just other. No, it wasn't no but this was pre-box. Okay. Was so Robbie Skidella in the group that boxes? boxes. Yeah. No boxes. Check his stats, chop. Yeah, <laughs> you know that. You play that. And I told you, you can cross the ten and then cross the six. Oh, 
never knew that. Oh, I didn't know you <laughs> could do that. I've never had I've never that. Hang on, hey, so if you have a four, you can just cross two twice? <laughs> that's if you have sense. a five, you can cross a three and a two. Three and a two. Yeah. I'm going to try it. So Ian, lessons learnt for all those out there that are thinking... Never done that again. Is that your worst <laughs> hole of golf ever? Uh, if you have to think about that, that's scary. Yes. It is. Ian, why did we bring up that story? There is some information for this weekend that people may need to know about, or you want to give some revision um, about Royal Bubble? Monthly, monthly medal coming up, so you've got to play. <laughs> I don't think we're talking about I don't think that's the connection. Monthly medal coming up. <laughs> well, there's two connections. Fair play to There is. There is. There is a monthly medal at Cogrove, but then there's something on Sunday. Uh, bring your mate day at the valley. At Bubble Valley, where you may see 16 on 16. <laughs> so we do everyone, have... everyone that's coming will actually be able to yes. envision the 16. So I was doing a tour. But <laughs> now, now that area is playable, so... <laughs> oh, you could have won the most medals. that day. Could have won the medal. They, they ch- every, people are having every six hour month, rounds. Every sort of six months, <laughs> they make it in play, the now play. So is, that, is that Ross's fault? It's one of the luxuries of Bartle Valley. Oh, shit. <laughs> Is it Ross? Matching Greens. Matching Greens committee. Is that, is that, uh, what's his name? Laurie? Has he decided that? No. That's not. (laughs) (laughs) That's a story. No. I think Laurie's captain. Last time I heard of Laurie, he was tied naked to a tall guy following Bubble Valley. (laughs) Stink (laughs) fight. Stink fight. Anyway, look. Donnie did try to segue in and Ian did not catch that. So we. Which is great. We, we sort of put it on the pod last week. We've got to bring a mate day at uh, Royal Barbell uh, this Sunday. Tony, are you coming? Definitely not. <laughs> not coming. Okay. Tony's a big I supporter think him and, of him and, him and Dukes have a family barbecue together. This oh, same barbecue. <laughs> so we do have uh, six groups that will be representing um, the CYFS community when we're out there. Um, <laughs> we are trying to play different people with people they may not have <laughs> played with in the past, which would be good. So you've got the likes... You've got great ones that we haven't really seen much of. Uh, you're talking about Stevie Stabs. Paulie Max, a local to that sort of area. Um, <laughs> good on the day. Um, Chappers. Chappers makes his first appearance. Who, sir? <laughs> I was going to say Paul Chapman. Uh, Colin, Colin Chapman will be there. Um, you like to Brent Mason, which uh, shout out to Brent. He did listen to the podcast. Champion. Current champion. Brent Mason couldn't pitch to save himself. No. I'll tell you, if he listens to this podcast, the reason my arm is the way it is because of Brent Mason. I agree. I and agree. Matty Drake to an extent. Well, Matty Drake, I famously got him home on a home run one time. I well, that was... Psyched out the catcher, but that's a different no, look, story. Bring a mate day is good fun. We're going to try and model it as best we can. Obviously, there's a couple of people who are trying to... We're going to be judging Assess. them. Yeah, we'll yeah. be assessing their abilities. Judging probably not a good word. Yeah. Um, so we're going to try and make teams as close as we can to A, B, C, D. Obviously, some teams will be better than others. Um, Ambrose event It's it's good fun If nothing else The Valley's always a laugh yep. um, It'll be really good Good to see people out That we haven't yep. seen before Correct And it is only two weeks Until the official draw So that makes it even more um, yeah. Important to be there and, and see what See what we're dealing with Yeah Gives us a chance to grade Some players Correct Still some spots Up for grabs Tony At last count How many were we looking Teams to have this year I think we had a 14 teams I think yep. we're sitting at So Same about 2020 we will say we, we, we did have a, a, a loss of a fair few amount of players and we probably expected that when we sat down as a committee um, yeah. probably in June uh, this year. We COVID, sort of COVID, COVID, safe, of course. COVID. We're online. It was an online meeting. <laughs> yeah, we kind of worried. <laughs> we didn't know if we'd get to yeah. 14 teams again, but we've done it. The we're quality re- is better this year. Yeah. yeah I, I, Which ballast is out, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that evens it up. Um, 
He has but a nice sense of it. Mitch is playing Barn Bugle down there right here in Tasmania. Oh, really? Oh. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> He's DJing Barn Bugle. <laughs> Which is even better. So, shout out. DJ Actually, for, for all those listening out there, if you're after a DJ, um, DJ Mitch B, attention DJs, look him up. Um, the good thing is this year he'll actually be doing the after party like he'll be hosting it in Tasmania, but we'll be getting the live stream of it, which is important. And twenty percent off if you say CYFS. Correct, correct. <laughs> yeah, good shout. The twenty percent comes to the committee. There you get. Off. Yeah, fourteen teams is exciting. Um, we were sort of we didn't think we'd get that many to be uh-huh. honest. Uh, we've had a lot of dropout. People are pretty keen to get away, which you, which you can understand. Yes. It's always a tough time of year. You lose your Louise and Trevor Carsons of the yes. world due to Christmas commitments. Um, Cameron Jones um, he's answering our phone hilarious. call is he still working at Pizza Hut? <laughs> no he's uh, uh, working okay. um, not Maniacs but the other uh, oh like, like an axe throwing place axe throwing place wow Lunatics? Mm-hmm. the one in uh, Alexandria Axie Dead? it's called Maniacs isn't it? no there's there's two of them there's oh. like Archie Brothers we'll get back to you where yeah. Cameron Jones is <laughs> <laughs> you find that out we'll come back <laughs> Um, Swa, Swa, you want to talk, Swa, chat with Swa? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on, on, well, on the invitational groups, the 14, Josh, you just want to read through some of the new names we have this year as well. Um, some that we haven't really seen before and we're really excited to, to announce that will be premiering. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a lot of new names, well. Um, three new women I can think of. Yeah, which is three great. Three new female. Yeah, also, little side, not a side note, it's a, it's a main note. Uh, I think we're going to have four... Women, yeah, this yeah, year. yeah be a record. which is a record which yes. we're really happy about. Nicole Dark, Nicole Dark returning. Nicole I'm surprised she's returning after playing with Tony and Bruno. Yeah, yeah. so credit to her for wanting to come back. Nick Greentree, Nick Greentree, debutant. Helen Greentree, big, wow, big, and Sue Christensen, very smart. the wife of the count. Count of Christo. So the first ever mother daughter. Correct. Could we'll be playing in tournament. We don't want to preempt gradings, but I. Don't think they can be paired together. No, if be, that gives you any, it's very tight. Yeah, they're still they're still dotting the i's and crossing the t's. Yeah. We could have could, the could first first time and daughter. That someone plays with the mother-in-law. Incorrect. No, could Kevin Dark. They play together. Oh yeah, could be like someone playing with their mother-in-law for the first time ever. Or Colin Chapman could have played with. Oh, hang on. Could have Chapman will get me with a stat yeah, technically, technically not because it's not his mother-in-law. Well, technically, I'm still de facto, so let's not go into anything at the moment. Thank you. Um, new names. Well, a name which many of you may know yes. in the Fox Sports world. Yes, big Fox Sports world. Um, Matthew Johns. <laughs> <laughs> Fletch. Wow. Heidi. Tara Rushton. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Andrew Barnett. Yes. Donnie, who is Andrew Barnett? Andrew Barnett. Um, you may know him from Barney and the Professor. The, he often appears on Matty John's Sunday night show, uh, Wednesday night for Matty John's as well. And I he think. also does the... He does the cricket as cricket. well. I think um, he's been on that show, that panel show. Does yeah, he's he been on the back page. He does the back page as well with Crash Craddock. Really? Um, yeah. Tony Squires. Does, him and the yeah. Professor do a cricket one as well. They do. I didn't know that. Um, so he's getting his name out there. He's a comedian, but the way the relationship works, he played hockey with... A fair few of us that are in the CYFS community, and it's great to have another hockey player around. Um, I think the last one we brought in probably was Curtis Emiano, his record at the CYFS. <laughs> so. Well, we had three last year. We had Daniel Brady. One of the, one of the winners was Sam Powell. Correct. Yeah. We had Daniel Brady. We had John Murphy, John Martins. John Martins. Mir- Mir- Murphy. Mm. Big big conglomerate from the from yeah. the hockey world. I think it's also pretty impressive. I, I, this is a guess. I'm happy to get stat checked. I think we have around about ten to fifteen new players. 
Yeah, we would be close. Do you think that's probably about time. right? Yeah, probably ten. Exciting, ten. Probably yeah. close to ten. Which is exciting. Yeah, especially when we've lost so many to get so many in, it's even better. Yeah. I mean, gives us hope for next year to go even bigger again. Um, yeah. Yep. So, you know, as everyone knows, just a quick breakdown because we'll wrap it up. Yep. Uh, bring a mate day this Sunday. Yep. The committee pretty much used that, obviously, for people to meet more people, but it's also just to fine-tune potential yes. gradings. Um, we're thinking about, we might as well say it on here, we initially earmarked the Sunday the 7th yep. as draw day. It's getting a bit prickly with birthdays and, and the rest of it. We're thinking about doing it on a Thursday, Thursday night, night at like a 7 p.m. prime time. Yeah. Probably more chance of getting more people. I, th- I think we will. I think more people will be home on a Thursday rather than like at two o'clock in the hour on Sunday. So. Yeah, so we're still going to host it at probably Jimmy's house. He yep. needs all. He needs his geek machines full set up. Correct. Um, that'll be live stream. Probably do a live pod post draw. Yeah. So bring a mate day this Sunday. We'll probably release gradings mid next week. Yeah, I'd say mid next week. We'll, we'll, we'll have we'll pre pod so we can ones. discuss them yeah, on correct. the pod. Yeah, there's and probably then, maybe two more spots. Yeah, there's two more spots for Sunday. If anyone, oh, really, there's, if you're, if there's you're much really, more. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if, you, if, if you really get can, a game, just yeah. hit us you're more than welcome. Yeah, we're pretty cruising. Yeah. yeah, no one else will be at the valley. <laughs> Correct. Tony definitely. We can play our bank sound with Tony on Sunday, either. Yeah, <laughs> the Dukes. We can barbecue after. So yeah, I mean, bring mate day. Then the, I mean, the next big one now, obviously, other than bring mate day is the gradings. Wow. Um, I was speaking to Donny today, and I would probably say that. 40 percent of the results of Invitational Day. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for here? I've already decided. I've decided on draw night. Yes, Would you agree? Forty percent, maybe more, maybe less. I'd say twenty-five. But we had no idea last year that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that, yeah. That's the sixty yeah. percent. Steve yeah. Wolf. I think Steve Wolf famously said that fifty percent of a test match is a coin toss. Correct. I could be mistaken there, Ian. That. I mean, you wouldn't be far off in this invitation. Like, like I think, you know what, the you thing know what Chris Gale said. Don't brush, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think this year the big thing is we know we know every A grader, we know all their games. Yes. Whereas last year we didn't really know Brent Mason's game, Correct. Dean Lee's game, Dean Lee's game. Yeah, we've got a fair, so, fair scratch on them. I think this draw's huge. We're gonna you're oh, gonna I really think, know. Who yeah, gonna yeah, be this the, is the biggest draw we've ever had. Yeah. I think it is. Year five too. We keep forgetting that. It's a big achievement. Yeah, yeah. Big year. Yeah. Um, year. We're also we'll keep this a bit secretive, but we're talking about goodies in the goodie bag. So. Yes. That'd be yeah, pretty fun. Yeah. They're currently in the design stage. They're currently, we've got our design team looking at it at the moment. Uh, the final touches are also being put on the, the CYFS jackets as well. They're yeah. currently in production. And you the big hand, news... And stitching them? The big news is that the samples are arriving at my place on Tuesday next week. Wow. So we will have the first editions. And I think what we're going to do is <coughs> raffle them off. And we will be having uh, all the committee members sign one of them, and it will be <laughs> and it will be framed. So we will be doing that as part of our charity of the day for charity, of course. Also, for those that have bought one, are we are we putting it in the bag on the yes, day? Yeah, but are we going to we'll give it to them pre? Do have we discussed? I think we we'll do it on the day. Yeah, but we'll do it on the day. We've, we've said um on the yeah, just, initial. Just for those of you that have bought one, yeah, we haven't forgotten about you. <laughs> no, Jimmy. You get... Jimmy did put it in the um the email that I you did. got. Okay. He said that you'll get it on the day. It's in if the you bought one. There is also <laughs> some other news that I'd like to bring up at the moment as well, which I haven't even shared with the committee. I think Swar oh. should say this news about himself. Swar, Ian. I am breaking news here right now, and no one knows this. We will be having commemorative championship jackets 
for wow. season five of the CYFS tournament. Wow. Wow. I, I, I can assure you we did not know this. They did not know this. You so, mean for the winning team? For the winning team. It'll be passed around every year like a jacket does. It's like oh, brilliant. Oh, brilliant. It'll be like a so green jacket. It's the green jacket. It's the green jacket. Are I'm not sure have... what colour it'll be yet. The ISC jacket. It'll be an ISC jacket. <laughs> Raiders green? Uh, no. It'll definitely not be God, Raiders I can't gold. stress. We did not know about this. Maybe we did not know about this. Do we... I mean, the, the question is... I mean, I know we're just sort of... We probably should... Well, why not? Uh, we're just going to get like all like four XLs and then if they're that, too that, big we'll probably get like two standard sizes then we'll go uh, um, probably two large I mean bigger is fine right? it just can't be small yeah. Yeah. So we'll probably go like two XLs and two a medium large. and large yeah. something, something along those lines yeah I love it yeah. Yeah. I love it I think it's a great idea yeah, yeah. It'd be great. that's awesome we'll be getting it it'll be the only thing I'm worried about is that we won't be able to get it uh, put names on it already but we can add them to the back uh, as that's we go fine. on that's fine but yes I think that's pretty much all we have time for. Yep. Go around the room. Don, any... Uh, bring a mate day. See you all there. I'm looking forward to it. Are you bringing mates? You so, tend to bring a mate. Uh, Lock and Greer will be there. Oh, he's your mate. Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> green tree is also a mate. That's nice. Um, she'll be there. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Beauty. Tony? Brent, Brent actually will be there. Brent, Brent Mason's, yeah. Yeah, not Brent Mason's. Um, yes. I'm looking forward to my barbecue on Sunday, so <laughs> good luck to everyone. James, hey, James, James Maloney. Hey, do you have those hot coals, the Livos do? Hot rocks. Excuse yeah, me? He'll hot do rocks. it down at Brighton hot and then rocks. leave him in the hot park. Hot rocks. Are you going to do it at Brighton and leave him in the park? Like everyone else does? Take, point, yeah, under the tap. Take your jet <laughs> ski down there. Or? Haven't they got bins for that now? Why not, oh, mate? Oh, I, I think those bins are invisible. They must be like painted green or something. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Eddie. Chalk, anything like that? Welcome, welcome back to the pod. Thanks, yeah. It's good to be back. First pot of the year. Mm. What? For me? <laughs> oh, no. So I was about to check his stats then. No. Is that all you had? No, no, no. You're on every talk. Absolutely. Uh, to finish. Um, no, nah, I'm really looking forward to bringing bring mate day. On track. On, it's on track. Home track too for oh, yeah, home track. <laughs> it's on track as well. You're it not wrong. Track. You're not wrong. It is on track. And is that your spiritual home, Bubble Valley? It is. It was. Were you born on Bubble Valley Golf Course? No. Oh. Was your brother or sister born in the kitchen? Yes. <laughs> but his... not not at that house. Oh. At my uncle. At the uncle. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle. That's where Tony's having barbecue. I'm my uncle. I'm my uncle. Was it at the McArdle's house? <laughs> no, it was very oh, close. Very true. close. Have very we close. told that story? On the, I think we, we have. have. We yeah. have. Yeah. And your mum. So I was hailing down the cat. And the next, the, no, the next door neighbour. <laughs> the neighbour neighbor was a, a paramedic dietitian. Podiatrist. Doctor. Doctor. Swai. Swai. You better finish this. Jimmy delivered. Jimmy brings. Jimmy brings the baby. Jimmy brings Georgia. Swai, what do you got for us? <laughs> Apart from COVID, Hooping don't come on Sunday. He's starting to look like a tomato again. <laughs> um, no, just looking forward to Sunday and hopefully everyone on drag. Enjoys, <laughs> everyone, everyone enjoys the, yeah. the day Very and good. also looking forward to the invitational. Yeah, the draws draws two weeks away, wow. so it's, it's going to be an exciting today. time. Exciting time for everyone it because is. as soon as that draw comes out. We've got a lot more to talk to. Oh, for sure. Mates become enemies. That's what happens. If Swan gets Mick again, I'm walking. (laughs) (laughs) Swan, finish us off. All right. Please. Everyone, may you check your stats before I do. Not before you check them.